0: In three, two, one, welcome back to another episode of What the Bleep Are They Talking About, the podcast where we help you understand what everybody is talking about in the news today. I'm Jack. I'm
1: Jennifer. And before we get
0: started, make sure you share this content with everybody.
1: And don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow us down below. And make sure you're only following us, because if not, we get sad. So.
0: Yes, we get very sad when you don't follow us. And guess who is the saddest of them all. Oh, my. Mirror, mirror on the wall. It is the young people.
1: The young people. Yes,
0: saying that as an old person myself. Uh-huh. The young people. Yes. And I also sound like I don't know. know Hello. Really sounded like yourself. I it to me it sounded like someone and the name just wasn't coming no, I, at that I point. No, I agree.
1: Like it definitely Mermaid definitely, Man maybe. Yes, it was definitely Mermaid Man. Definitely from Mermaid Man. SpongeBob.
0: Uh, but anyway, young people are over democrats. And Republicans, I know a few Republicans were cheering before I finished. I that know, sentence. right?
1: Yeah, that was a good pause.
0: According to new data, and I love,
1: I love the picture. I'm sorry, just mm-hmm. he's just like, oh, Gavin Newsom. Yep,
0: I love data. I really love data. I love when when we say new data. I love when we bring up old data, because you know for a fact that people will just completely ignore the data anyway
1: they're gonna completely ignore the data and then or also mystery, really. yeah is, is the data getting misinterpreted like i'm interested to see
0: but according to what is this what is this nbclosangeles.com okay. uh oh. but it
1: originally appeared on lx.com which i don't know what that is
0: i don't know look that up for us mm. lx.com anyway uh they aren't wait where does this start Okay. They aren't the numbers Democrats wanted to see heading into a vital midterm year. Fair. That's an odd way to start the article. It is. Anyway. New data obtained by NBC LX reveals turnout amongst voters aged 18 to 29 fell by nearly half for California's September recall election compared to the 2020 presidential election 10 months earlier. The shares of ballots for those young adults fell to just 12% of the electorate down from 17% last November, according to the Secretary of State's office. And even though overall turnout for the, uh, the recall election was down 28% from 2020's presidential race, the drop-off among voters under 30 was four times higher than the drop-off among voters over 60. It's a warning sign. Is it- as well as a bit of a paradox for democrats because of course young individuals as we've known for a very long time tend to be liberal leaning
1: that's very true
0: that's also why they always want to push for 16 year olds to vote
1: but i feel like also younger voters have also proven that they're only going to turn up for the big elections whereas older voters maybe because they have more time on their hands they're retired they don't really you know they got nothing else to do why not go vote Whereas younger voters are like, well, this is the only one that's important to me, so.
0: I think it's because younger voters, I agree with you. I think a portion of that has to do with um, the information that is presented to the younger voters. Younger voters rely on people telling them when things are happening.
1: That's I, true.
0: I would imagine that there are very few young individuals who are actually watching the news yeah. and, and understanding when, or knowing when state and local elections are going on. hmm um, just because they're not prominent in mainstream, it's not on the news, it's not on the late night talk show hosts, and it's not being thrown at thrown at you on YouTube for months on end. That's true, right? The the twenty twenty presidential cycle started two and a half years before the election even took place. I
1: felt like it kind of started right after Trump got in office.
0: It really did. I remember uh, I was still living in Philadelphia at the time, which was three years ago. No oh, jeez. When when people were we announcing started. their run, yeah, was, which was horribly obnoxious. It's crazy, um, but yeah, I I would agree with that. That young voters are probably only coming out for the big elections mm-hmm. because they're being told you need to come out for this election.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Gen Zers, uh, Gen Zers voters, hmm, okay, more like are more likely. So Gen Zers are more likely than other generations to support Democratic candidates, mm-hmm. according to Pew Research. Are and, and Generation Z. Who wrote this? Are also now the voters uh, most likely to say they no longer support the job performance of President Joe Biden and other establishment Democrat leaders. So Gen Zers are more likely to vote Democrat, but they're also more likely to say they don't support the, 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 uh, the job of Joe Biden and establishment Democrats. Okay. California's turnout numbers, as well as recent polling, suggests that Democrats may be suffering due to young progressives' frustrations over glacial pace, uh, the the slow pace of progress in fulfilling Biden's campaign promises on social programs, climate change, and civil rights. And the Democrats have only themselves to blame for that. They only have themselves. To blame there. when those are the things that they constantly push, but you know for a fact that they're only pushing them to get elected, not because they're actual. I mean, you know, some of these things are, are, are big, big topics, but when you say that it's the end of the world if these things don't change, and you create this perception in young voters' minds that the world will end if these things are not tackled, when in reality, the world's not going to end if these things aren't tackled. I, I mean, you know. In the next five years or whatever then you're creating this perception that they have to be done while to the older democrats they know they don't really have to be done right now but now you're pissing off your voter base
1: yeah it also speaks to like what you say on the campaign trail and and what you're actually going to be held accountable for like yeah people are actually expecting you to get that job done and you pushed it so hard and now they're holding you accountable for it. Like, don't be mad. It's like shocked Pikachu face. Like, what? I actually had to, to do that? Oh, wow. So.
0: And now they're pissed. Yep. And now they're not going to vote for you again. No. And they're going to vote for some crazy.
1: Yeah, someone super crazy.
0: Because when you tell all these people, if they're not happy with the slow, they use the word glacial, process of the federal government... Then next time around, they're going to vote for someone who wants to get things done really, really quick. And the best way to get things done really, really quick is if you kind of pull some strings Mm -hmm. and do things you're not supposed to, to kind of usurp the way the federal government's supposed to work. I'm not saying dictatorship, but maybe an unethical individual who probably should not be elected in the first place.
1: I would hope they're not electing someone like that, but if it's a wolf in sheep's clothing kind of situation. But if you're telling
0: people that you're going to, the whole world is going to end if we don't push forward social programs or climate change uh, agenda, which again are great things, but the world's not going to end in the next five years, then you're creating this perception that, holy crap, I don't care who's in power or what they do, as as long as as they they get get them done.
1: done. Yes. It's fair.
0: While the young voter drop off didn't stop. Newsom from surviving his recall election by a 24 point margin democrats trying to preserve their narrow eight seat house majority don't feel like they have any room for error in 2022 democrats are going to face devastating consequences in the midterm elections if we do not deliver for the people said representative mondair jones Most people intuitively believe that when a party has unified control of the federal government, including majorities in both chambers of Congress, that they should be able to act swiftly, especially on the priorities that they have campaigned on.
1: And they're not wrong.
0: Which is why many young people are calling for the end of the filibuster, because then you can just ram through whatever you want.
1: Yeah, but they're going to like that until, as we always say, the other side is in control. Of course, And then they no longer have the filibuster, and then they ram stuff through.
0: But it's all about instant gratification. So if you get rid of that filibuster, and you get to run everything through, that's mm, going to feel so good. It's going to feel so good when you get everything you right. want as soon as you get it, because you were promised it, and you were promised it quickly.
1: It's going to feel good for about two years. That's, that's how long it's going to feel good for.
0: It's almost like these establishment Democrats haven't surfed YouTube And they haven't seen all the insane videos of the people and how they react to customer service agents. Oh, my. Because that's how all of these young voters are going to be acting. Pounding on the ground.
1: They're going to be Karens. They're going to ask to speak to your managers.
0: And you're the manager.
1: And you're the manager.
0: Only 43% of Gen Z voters approve of Joe Biden's job performance compared to 51% of millennials. 46% of Gen Xers and 45% of baby boomers, according to an October poll from Morning Consult and Politico. Again, I don't think that has anything to do with how observant they are, but rather they just don't see the things that they were offered coming up. For Gen Z, that represents a nearly 20-point drop in approval from June when 62% of adults 18 to 24 gave Biden the thumbs up compared to 59% of millennials and 51% of both Gen Xers and baby boomers. <laughs> Polls ahead of California recall election showed similar dissatisfaction among young voters for Gavin Newsom, despite him frequently being painted as too liberal by conservatives in other parts of the country. At a recent poll from The Economist and YouGov revealed that 36% of voters under 30 said they considered President Biden liberal and lowest, the lowest of any group polled. Only 24% considered him honest and trustworthy. Jeez. Right. So, people under 30, 24% of people under 40, 30, thought that he was honest and trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And 36% of voters under 30 considered him to be liberal.
1: Which is very odd.
0: Which he's not running on a moderate platform. No. So... What is their definition of liberal, and say, that's concerning.
1: Because I don't feel like he's run, he's not running on, like, an uber-liberal platform, but, yeah. Where do maybe, they put him?
0: <laughs> maybe he is, to them, maybe his talk is liberal, but his actions are not. Maybe that's what it boils down to. Because the talk is liberal. yeah. But the actions are... He's got
1: a lot of good promises, but when it comes down to it, he's not really doing anything.
0: I'm going to go with that. It's fair. It may be one of the factors that reportedly led the president to tell congressional Democrats that the House and Senate majorities and my president presidency will be determined by the party's ability to end the stalemates over his bipartisan infrastructure and build back better plans. Slow progress is nothing new in Washington. Mm, Young voters are also dissatisfied with leading Democrats such as House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, a San Francisco native also painted for decades by conservatives as too liberal, but who has recently been criticized by progressives for not doing enough to forcefully pass Democratic priorities. Her approval rating among Gen Z voters was 23 percent, yet they keep electing her. I I mean, mean, in in the House of Representatives. Yeah was far lower than among any other generation, which just goes to show you that, I mean, her to- again, her talk is liberal. Her actions are not. Most of the congressmen in on the Democratic side of the in, in office pretend to be liberals to get elected, but they're not, which is why they keep electing Nancy Pelosi. And when she's gone, they'll elect someone else who's more moderate. Hopefully. Maybe when Joe Biden's presidency is up in four or eight years, he'll yeah. go back to the Senate at age 102. <laughs> As a moderate. As a moderate. He'll be, be he'll be House Speaker. Uh, Still younger than Pelosi. Yes. Uh, but progress has often been slowed in Washington, even for presidents attempting a less ambitious agenda than President Biden. Some of the significant issues that we saw, change in the 20th century, like the voting age lowered to 18, that took decades to happen, said Abby Kayser. Part of of making important structural changes towards more equitable democracy and stronger communities means staying in the fight. Because the longer you stay in the fight, eventually you're going to roll those dice, and you're going to get a a majority of individuals who who think like you. It's all luck,
1: honestly. My thing, this is a little bit digressing, but I can't believe we are still on both of these bills. Like, I, I can't believe that we are not looking at this and mm-hmm. going, this isn't working. Can we try something else?
0: You mean the infrastructure bill and the uh, budget? Yes. Um, I I disagree. Because if you look at prior years, this is not out of the norm. Uh-uh. Right? I think there was one year, only a few years ago, where it was held up until January or March. Wow. And they always have the, oh, gosh, what is it? Uh, oh, I can't remember the name of the bill. But anyway, they push through parts of the, of the reconciliation bill. Yeah. So they push through parts of it to keep the government going.
1: We've talked about that before, but uh, I don't know. It's this just, just,
0: it's not out of the ordinary. Should they be doing it? No. Maybe no. it's
1: just so much more publicized, or maybe I'm just paying more attention this year. So I don't I think know. It it's feels it's both. like we're going on and on and on and on and nothing. But how does that make you feel?
0: Done? You want that instant gratification.
1: At this point, I just want them to do something.
0: Yeah, just shut up, I just guess. Just
1: shut up and figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, stop pandering. But I isn't guess.
0: it funny? Despite the fact that it's, it, it's held up, has it affected your life in any way?
1: Not mine, no.
0: This is why state and, and, and focus on state and local elections is so important. Because those are the things that really impact your life. The federal government, not really. Like, have they passed anything in four years, right? Think back to the Trump administration, even nine months into the Biden administration. Have they passed anything that directly implicated your life or impacted your life?
1: COVID stuff notwithstanding.
0: But you didn't need COVID benefits. That's true. If you had lost your job, then sure, sure.
1: But yeah, we'll say COVID benefits notwithstanding
0: for other people, I guess. But that's only for a small I think that's only for 20 million Americans out of 325 million.
1: I would say no. Nothing that I can think of off the top of my head. Now, there was a lot of media attention about things that might happen that scared me into thinking, oh, no, the world is ending. And it never did. And probably never did or supreme court decisions that were like this is going to ruin everyone's life and then they didn't happen.
0: I don't See when it comes to the Supreme Court, I don't think there's much they can actually do because you have 267 how old is the United States? 260 something. They have that many they have 267 years worth of Supreme Court rulings. That judge, pack. yeah, that judge anything going forward. So they can
1: just be like, mm, well, this already did it. So we don't really have to decide anything.
0: Right. Like, yeah. even now, you have the you have a bunch of things coming up, and I doubt anything will will really change. Um, <laughs> because you have so much precedent. Uh, Gen Zers care very deeply about these issues, said Carolyn DeWitt, president and executive director of the nonpartisan advocacy group Rock the Vote. Are they really nonpartisan? Anyway. Uh, they're starting to—I re- just remember that being, like, a big Democratic thing. Rock the Vote.
1: Officially, though, they would be nonpartisan because they're not going to, like, discriminate against helping anyone because of your party. Like, they're not going to say, oh, get out the vote, register to vote, but only if you're a Democrat.
0: Rock the vote.
1: Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, they, they might be more biased than I hope they are. Not that I hope they're biased at all, but.
0: Mm. I, here's an article. Rock the vote versus Trump. Okay, we can't read it, but but my thought is I've always seen Rock the Vote, I know ads and stuff, and they yeah. always seem left leaning. And...
1: Well, and I know more Democrats and Democratic, you know, politicians share Rock the Vote, like mm-hmm. their initiative and things like that. But I wonder if that's just because they're more loud about it.
0: Hmm. I could be wrong. I'm not going to read this right now. No. Um, anyway, I could
1: also be wrong. I. I don't know.
0: But a Senate majority that needs 50 votes can only move as fast as the 50, 50th most progressive member wants it to move.
1: Kristen Sinema, we're looking at you.
0: Did you see that the protesters who are still protesting Kristen Cinema because they have nothing better to do mm-hmm. went and disrupted a wedding that she was officiating?
1: You told me about that earlier. Yes, but... I
0: did. I wanted to bring that up again. That's insane. Stop it. What Stop. is wrong with you?
1: My previous spiel when we entered this podcast was don't follow people in real life
0: and don't ruin someone's wedding.
1: Don't ruin someone's wedding. Like
0: the whole point of protesting is to change someone's opinion. If you show up to my house and, or, and protest, I am I'm, I'm, I'm doubling down.
1: I will yes, if you ruin my wedding, I will hate you.
0: Why not why don't the pot- protesters start a podcast and they invite her on the podcast? and they talk rationally about their differences and opinions and allow her to explain rather than following her into the bathroom coming up to her on airplanes and, and ruining, ruining random someone's wedding. wedding
1: kristen cinema if you would like to join us let us know we're on your side
0: i don't even join know that us. much about her i don't know what her policies are i know she's i, I don't know
1: I just know she's sticking up for what she truly believes in and
0: i don't even care about that i just
1: i'm proud of that i just
0: want to stick it to the people who's following her into the bathroom
1: same same kind of so
0: um other legislation that proposes to change policies such as voting rights and energy regulation bills requires 60 out of 100 senate votes to break the infamous ooh, filibuster a reform busting mechanism that can be used to delay a bill indefinitely with only a 41-member minority supporting it. A small number of moderate Democrats, much like Republicans in previous sessions, have vowed to protect the filibuster, despite increasing pressure from progressive de- Democrats, who say it's hurting American families as well as democracy. Progressives also push back against claims their party needs to protect the filibuster for, future, for the future, when they may be in the minority again. Really, what is their argument here? Here we go. Quote, We've got two senators on the Democratic side who are refusing to support reforms to the filibuster, said Jones. It is a slap in the face to young people who worked hard, who came out in unprecedented numbers to deliver majorities in Congress to Democrats and, of course, deliver the presidency to Joe Biden. That did not explain anything.
1: You know what it is a slap in the face to those voters and things like that? The fact that you can't do your job, which is to literally get along with the rest of the people that are in, also doing your job, and, and pass anything.
0: Who are you talking to, moderates or progressives?
1: Progressives.
0: You're saying they can't get along they with moderates. They can't get along with
1: the moderates and, and the Republicans to pass what they actually want.
0: Now, I don't know how they actually behave in Congress. I don't know if they're actually more close than it would appear on Twitter. Um, But if they're as distant as they are, as it appears on Twitter, I can imagine nothing is getting done. Yeah. Because one of the really important things, and I mentioned this in um, a post on Instagram, someone asked me the question, what would be the first thing you would do when you get into office? And I said it would be to get to know everyone that I'll be working with, and that includes the other congressmen, right? And now there's like 500 and... No, I always get that number wrong. There's like 400 and and, and some. Obviously, I'm not going to get to know everybody, but I'll darn well try my best to get to know as many people as I can, especially those that I will be working intimately with. (laughs) Because the more they know you, whether they disagree with you or not, the more they know you, the more likely they are to work with someone. Someone gave me a really good piece of of advice years and years and years ago. And honestly, I don't even know if someone actually gave me the advice or I read it. I don't know. But the idea was that if you are a, a roommate living in a house with other people, those other people will be more likely to like you if you're just present. You don't have to talk to them. You don't have to interact with them. But if they can just see you, present, I don't know, sitting in the living room or, or they, you know as long as they see you, they're more likely to like you, but if you hide in your room all the time and they don't see you at all they're going to start to not like you mm-hmm. right and so that's where it comes, so, so bringing it back to the what I was saying earlier with getting to know everyone, sure they probably don't like you because your beliefs are different, your policies are different but if you at least get to know them, it's a heck of a lot better than if you don't.
1: Yeah. And you'll find that you probably have more in common than you think, even if it's just a sports team that you mm-hmm. have in common. And then when they see that bill co-signed by you, they're going to be like, oh, he's a Brace fan. And it's at least one thing that they can think back and be like, oh, well, we have that in common. Maybe I can hear this guy out.
0: Right. I would imagine that most Congress people – Worked to de- it work together very well. And I think it's the people who are the most vocal that you hear from all the time that are holding everything up. As fun as it is to see them bashing each other on Twitter, on YouTube, in their live uh, recordings of their podcasts and whatever. Those are the people who are getting things held up. Because if I'm watching the news and Senator What's-His-Face is on there being like, Senator, who's What's-It? is a bleep and a bleep and a bleep. I mean, they're not cursing, but they're saying, you know, yeah. not great things. I'd be like, I'm not doing anything for that guy. And when it comes to, like, I don't know, things you oppose, it's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm gonna go as far away from what you want as humanly That's possible. Right. So anyway. So yeah, I would get to know everyone. I don't even remember what we were talking about now. But anyway. Uh, it's not that Biden's resume is devoid of fulfilling progressive promises. Uh, it's just that those accomplishments aren't enough for some young progressives who believe the window is closing on a rare opportunity to pass, once in a generation, transformational legislation. Because they have all the uh, the seats.
1: But clearly, it's not a once in a lifetime op- or a rare opportunity to pass this because we can't get it passed. So.
0: Um. Oh, I, it's probably going to take me too long to take it up. But but there was a long. It was like 36 years in a row that. Democrats had, I think the, I think they had the, the, the House and the Senate. I could be wrong. Or maybe it was just 36 years that they had the House. And then it, like, flipped and it was, mm-hmm. like, 36 years for Republicans. But anyway, it's not a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. No. It's rare. But maybe you should, like, work together a little bit more. Yeah. And I'm maybe fine. if your policies aren't going through, then maybe you should reevaluate whether those policies are maybe a little too much for, like, the american people and maybe they're just for you guys
1: i feel like instead of saying there's something wrong with the people who want to pass, who won't pass the policies maybe take a look and say maybe is there something wrong with the policy
0: or maybe is there something wrong with me look inside Our yourself approach. and make a change whoa michael jackson
1: start with the man in the mirror
0: and i think we'll end it there because this article just keeps, just keeps going, going on yes. and on and on. And I think we've pretty much made our point. Be nice to each other, work together, um, and look inside yourself and make a change. Yes. hoo Michael Jackson. And, <laughs> and we'll we see, you see you in the next one.
1: Bye, guys.